You're listening to the Liverpool Comedy Quota. I'm your host, Jay Burnley, and in a week where the country went voting crazy, with Cameron believing we can't count higher than two, the local elections asking us who we hate the least, and an interesting elimination in the Pakistan version of Big Brother, the Quota would like to see the voting system from Bruce's millions. The Liverpool Comedy Quota. If you like us, put one in our box. If not, put it in number two. But before we take an exit poll, here is your Quota of News. Hello, I'm Nino Nino, and this is your Quota of News. Following doubts about his US nationality, President Obama has released a copy of his birth certificate. Billionaire potential presidential candidate and American stringfellow Donald Trump declared it a victory, claiming that he has forced the president's hand in the most important of issues. Barack countered by saying, I'm glad to announce that we captured and killed the 9-11 mastermind and terrorist Osama bin Laden. See you at the polls, Donald. We believe at the quota that this is called being trumped. In happy news, Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon are the proud parents of newborn twins. When quizzed about nappy changing, apparently Mariah's already had a lot of practice with our spikes at home. More on the Obama story now. The bastion of fair and balanced reporting US Fox News made what seemed like an unintentional gaffe as their news ticker reported that Obama bin Laden had been killed. When the comedy quota called from England to clarify, the channel responded, ah, potato, potato. I'm Nino Nino, and that was your quota of news. Thank you, Nino. Coming up in this edition of the Comedy Quota, we'll have 100% comedy festival previews. We didn't include the comedy news in these calculations because if Fox can't take news seriously, neither can we. This will be a friend of the show, Sam Avery, with his second one-man show at the festival, Rock and Doll, taking time out from hosting Rawhide Raw, running the funny business comedy course, writing, performing, and being the multitasking mirth maker that we all know and love. Well, you did the Art of Scouse Insult. Um, tell us a bit about that. And this year in the Comedy Festival, you're doing your second one-man show, which mm. is called... Rock and Doll. Rock and Doll. Called, yeah. So tell us, tell us a bit about, about, about both of those. Yeah, well, uh, the Art of the Scouse Insult was, uh, was, was a show I did last year, and that was, um, it was my first hour-long one-man show. And I, I didn't want to just use bits of my stand-up routine and just crowbar it into a, into a show because I thought that would be a little bit defeating the object of, of writing a show about a subject. So... Mm. I, I was aware that a, a, a very scouse Liverpool centric show like that would would not travel. You know, you couldn't do it anywhere else in the country. So it was basically let's write an hour hour long show, do it once, and never do it again. <laughs> Which, in 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 sort of work terms, was was not the the greatest idea because mm. you know it's a lot of work for very little reward. But in terms of pure performance, I mean, you can't really fault that. And you're back again this year with I'm Rock back and again Dole. with Rock and Dole, which is something which is a bit more of a long term project, which is. Hopefully, going to go to Edinburgh next year. Yeah. This will be my own one-man show. So, obviously, I want to build up to that. So, this is kind of like dipping my foot in the water with this with this concept, which is all about a band I was in years ago, and 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 it's more about um, we had we had very minimal success. We kind of got a record deal when we were seventeen, and we released an album, and, and then it all went completely wrong. Like, and we had you know money stolen off us, and uh, the record label got got uh, bought by someone else I mean so there's, there's more comedy that comes out of the, the misery than, yeah. the, than the kind of hey wasn't I great when I was 18 because that's obviously boring and I would <laughs> never want to force that on anyone but obviously I'll have to mention that but um, so, so there's lots in there and there's, it's basically it's all about having a dream and, and following that dream and getting so close to that dream becoming reality and then having it all dashed away you'll do fine now Sam thanks a lot for coming in thank you very much so that's Rock and Dole uh, on Friday the 6th of May at Bar Bar, 7pm, and it's £6 tickets. Make sure you get along to that. Uh, we already have had one of the Liverpool in between us in the studio when Phil Chapman popped in to tell us why they were ripping off the Channel 4 programme. 
Uh, now we have the pleasure of bringing yet another third in the form of Liam Bolton, who loves Sega Rally so much that we did the interview sat at the one in Bar Bar. Uh, I'm with Liam, Liam Bolton, uh, just fresh off the stage yeah. uh, with some delightful Irish people uh, <laughs> in the crowd tonight. Yeah. Uh, changed the structure of set at the end, but um, how have you found the Liverpool Comedy uh, Festival so far? Well, it's going alright. Um, uh, well, I've done a gig in it and, uh, and I'm hoping to do some more. <laughs> have you got anything else uh, to do over the, over the festival? Yeah, I'm doing, um, I'm doing a show called The Liverpool Inbetweeners with Adam Staunton and uh, Phil Chapman. Who's, who's MCing at the moment? Yeah, he's MCing right now, yeah. And, uh, and I'm doing um, a muck comedy gig in... Is that Stamps 2? No, that is in, um, oh, what's it called, on Par Street. Is oh, 3345? Yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> I'll just tell you where you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do that. Well, I mean, I'm just going to turn up. <laughs> and hopefully there's going to be signs for me. <laughs> and I'm doing the worst of Rod Adroad as well. You're doing the worst? Yeah. Oh, you're, oh, you're not actually one of the worst. You're actually one of the people who are, they normally have two people who are no no uh, everyone's going on and, and they're just um, doing the best to do an absolutely terrible set seriously yeah yeah oh, I'm, I'm thinking what date is that on oh, I couldn't tell you <laughs> I will edit it in yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll leave a gap just leave, it, leave a little silence for a minute and I'll edit it in yeah and I'll put it there oh, yeah. <laughs> what so, in my voice um, yeah I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go <laughs> Am I that scouse? No, not really. No, it's, not. It's, uh, I try to overemphasize me so people Disgusting. would know that I did a Liverpool accent. Yeah. Uh, so what's the in-between is about then? Uh, it's not really about anything. It's just kind of um, three stand-ups from Liverpool who've been doing all right um, doing a show. Cool. And well, it's obviously Phil. Phil's been on the show before to talk about it. Adam, not, I'm he's gonna have a to nice guy, isn't he? He's, he's a, a nice lovely, lovely, like. lovely guy. Even though he's, he, you can't tell where he's from. He's, is he American? No, is he, is oh, he scouse? Is he... Is he he's from up the wall? He's up the wall. <laughs> so, how would you sum up your part of the in-betweeners bit? Is it just you doing your normal stand-up bit and it's three one-on-one off like a tag team but with three people? Yeah, well, what is happening is it's the three of us doing 20 minutes each and um, I think I'm going to be introducing the first act and when you finish, you introduce the next act. All right, so it's like a rolling comedy. Yeah, uh, we've only got an hour, feature. Jay. We've only got an hour. <laughs> so you're going to have to cram in all the best stuff. And no one can go to the toilet. No one. Ever. <laughs> no one can go. <laughs> After that, that gig, after that gig, nobody will want to go to the toilet yeah. ever again. <laughs> you know what? It was that funny. I want to hold everything in yeah. for the rest of my life. Don't go to the toilet. That's what I'm going to say, Joe. <laughs> <myself. laughs> uh, is anything you're going to be watching in the comedy festival? Anybody you're, you're going to seek out apart um, from yourselves? I you can watch yourself from above, like a <laughs> like a ghost. I think I'll go and watch Simon Munnery. I'll go and watch him. I think he's on the Unity. Yeah, so that'll be good. Um, Okay. If if Doug Stanhope's on, I'll go and watch him. I know he's not. Oh, he's been he's been in <laughs> he gone. Was, yeah, he was in the, he was in uh, St George's Hall, wasn't he? And apparently, it was it was good, but it was the venue was a bit weird because it's uh, Peter Serafinowicz was on there just before, and yeah, yeah. that worked really really well because yeah. it was a conversational thing. Yeah, my mate went today, so it was brilliant. Oh, boss, uh, that's me trying to do his case again. Boss, isn't it? Uh, Beast. But, uh, but so, give us a plug again for the in betweeners. When's that on? Oh. It's, Oh, it's on it. It's on the fifth of May. Fifth of May, it's on <laughs> Thursday. Is that Thursday? Thursday. That's Thursday. Thursday the fifth of May. May. The in between is 2011. <laughs> and that's at the bar bar. That's at the bar bar upstairs. Don't no. go downstairs. Don't go to Fleet Street like I did earlier no. today. Um, go to the good bar bar. It used to be Gay Ship, and now it's bar bar. Yeah. Thank you very much, Lee. Thank you very much, Jay. Should we play uh, Sagan? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Downshift. <laughs> 
and their show is on on Thursday the 5th of May, Bar Bar Harbin Street, 7pm, £3 tickets. Yeah, make sure you get into that one. Finally, Steve Ribbon has an extensive comedy career working with some of the finest in the business, but he always takes time to bring a new show to the Comedy Festival, and this week he brought the chat to the quota. Uh, so we've got uh, Steve Ribbon uh, in the comedy bunker, uh, in the comedy quota bunker. Oh, yes. Um, to tell us a little bit about uh, a show you'll be doing at the Liverpool Comedy Festival uh, this year. Um, mm-hmm. And you'll be doing a gig at the Bar Bar, I do believe. Yeah, the Bar Bar um, up uh, by the university. Um, it's called I Was the Fifth Beatle. And it's a story of my uh, mad obsession with the Beatles from a very young age, having been bought a, a Beatles guitar at the age of six, which I then smashed. Oh, I know. Even then, it's rock and roll. <laughs> it was in the cradle. <laughs> oh, take that. Do, do you regret now that it could have been worth a fortune? <laughs> yeah, do I ever? <laughs> I mean, I've, I've got, I've, I've got told me um, original um, but because my mum and dad, you know, used to like the Beatles. I've got some of the original singles, but they're scratched as hell, mm. so they're, they're worth nothing, you know. But um, yeah, it'll be, and, and it's going to be discussing everything: psychedelia, drugs, um, the. Concerts on the rooftop, um, you know, and also uh, taking a look at all the other fifth Beatles like George Martin and um, Pete Best and Stuart Sutcliffe. And you'll be doing songs, um, songs in there as well? Songs, as well. yeah, there'll be loads of songs. I've got, got a song called Primal Scream, which is about all the things that uh, make you want to scream. <laughs> Everything <laughs> from, at the moment, from, isn't it? From, yeah, from people standing in front of you in the bank trying to change two pence coins. <laughs> uh, and I've got uh, a song about um, drugs because uh, um, every... Um, sort of era of Beatles music is sort of soundtracked by a drug you know they started off Hamburg they were on amphetamines and then when they made help they were on dope and then Sergeant Pepper acid and then later on of course the dreaded heroin <laughs> was that when wings were formed and, and <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> so you're going to be doing... on Mogadon then <laughs> Are you going to be doing a mix of old and new songs, or is it? No, they'll all be fairly new. I mean, uh, I'm not. I'm, I, I hasten to add, I'm not doing any Beatles songs. So, ah, um, right, yeah, okay. I mean, uh, be, you know, because uh, they're sacred. Uh, but I will be doing lots of my own songs and uh, touching on all the subjects. I mean, that you know, India and transcendental meditation and stuff like that. You know, is it, is it original compositions, or are you going to? Do yeah, yeah, I'll, like I'll do original compositions to Beatles um, songs. I might, I don't know. Oh, I haven't no, really decided yet. I've better decide, actually. It's only about a month, isn't it, to go? <laughs> I haven't written it, by the way. It's all right. It's, it's like university. You can do your dissertation the week like before. It's six cups of coffee and all this stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be... And, and also it's going to be the story of the, the personal relationship between the, all four of them, which I think it's, um, it's endlessly fascinating. It's like, it's like Camelot, in a way, isn't it? But it started <laughs> off with such brilliant high hopes and then it ended in 1969 with George Harrison trying to punch Yoko Ono because you'd ate one of his digestive biscuits is that a true that's story? that's absolutely true oh my. Uh, it's, it's educational as well as funny this programme I, 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 <laughs> how petty can you get though you touch, that, do, you, do you have my digestive biscuit Oof. You know, he did knitter, I hasten to add, but... Uh, you I know. can see the template for Oasis now. Uh, exactly, yeah, yeah. Well, I actually did, one of the lines in the show is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to do a show about the Beatles, um, and for the younger people in the audience, they were like the Oasis of their day. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, yeah, basically, it's going to be it's going to be as much fun as I can possibly make it, but um, it's about obsession, really, you know. Have you, have you had fun writing it? And sort of, have you I have. I, I, well, um, I... I'm having great fun. I'm still in the middle of writing it, really. You know. A lot of research required for it? Uh, not really, because um, I've got, like, you wouldn't believe how many books on the Beatles and, um, you know, uh, over the years I've accumulated all this useless information. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's never useless. It's never useless. Yeah, quizzes and stuff like that. Exactly. Yes, and uh, you know, uh, it, it's it's not researched as such. You know, but it's it's interesting. I'll tell you what the the impetus behind the show was. I, I was at Glastonbury last year, and I've always loved the Beatles anyway. But um, we went to see Gorillas, and me and my kids were both teenagers, and um, and they weren't very good. I mean, I, I, I like the Gorillas. I, mean, I really like a lot of their stuff. Yeah. But just the staging of it wasn't great. and it, So everyone started drifting away. And, and we saw in the programme, I said, oh, look, the bootleg Beatles are on. <laughs> you know, and it's kind of naff in a way to go and see them. But there was something ab- about um, like 6,000 people standing in a field. I mean, we couldn't get anywhere near the tent. Mm. Um, all singing their hearts out. And everybody knew every single word of every song and that was really um like transcendental it's like a, there was a huge group feeling it was mm. it was amazing to watch and i thought how come you know it's 40 odd years since they uh, split up yeah. you know and it's people still are got, you know it mm-hmm. still touches people doesn't it yeah, and also the profound. I mean, a lot of the stuff that I mean, their early stuff is 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 nursery rhyme. It's I mean, yeah. and that that's where Oasis obviously got all their inf- inspiration from. But um, <laughs> uh, I can't uh, walking slowly down the hall faster than a cannonball. I can't stand that. Um, but uh, it makes sense, doesn't it? I'm sure. No, it Have you ever watched like a cannonball? No. Okay. You'd roll though, wouldn't you? Cannonball. It depends what I've been eating. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but. Um, um, what was it? Oh, yeah, and uh, but um, a lot of the later stuff, like um, I think Eleanor Rigby. Um, in fact, isn't it weird? On the way to the studio tonight, I walked um, down past the, the statue of Eleanor Rigby yeah. just outside, and there's there's two, uh, you know, surprise, surprise, there's two Danish tourists uh, <laughs> taking a fish, and they asked me to take their picture, you know, and uh, it it's got, it's got the statue of her, and then Eleanor Rigby, and it's got all the lonely people underneath, yeah. and I just started singing that, and and I, it suddenly struck me what a fantastic song that is and it's so profound you know father mckenzie wiping his hands with the dirt from his hands you know no one was saved it's it's just fantastic song what is that your is that your favorite beatles um my favorite beatles i've got i've got about 30 but um (laughs) uh, it keeps changing in my life uh, i think it probably is my favorite i think that's absolutely one you know Brilliant, and I'll tell you what, if anyone uh, gets the chance to hear, um, Roddy Frame, I've got it, um, it, it was only done for a charity record, Roddy Frame, the guy who used to be an Aztec camera, does a fantastic version of that, just absolutely brilliant, just him on the acoustic guitar. I'll have to go onto YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I, I, well I've been trying to find it, I've got it on my iPod, only because I taped it, but I can't find it anywhere else. So, so. we're doing an appeal for you? Hey, if, if, if come on, <laughs> find that version. <laughs> Incidentally, Ian McCulloch does a brilliant, brilliant version of Jealous Guy. Uh, a solo version, just him and a guy on the piano, which is brilliant. I'm going to have to look for it. <laughs> I mean, legally, obviously. Legally. Uh, but, uh, oh, of course, of course. Uh, but one last, one last plug for the show, uh, for the Comedy Festival. It's going to be called... At the Bar Bar. Bar, Bar. It's, called, um, it's called I Was the Fifth Beatle, and uh, it's going to be about my obsession with the four mop tops. So that's Steve Gibbons' I Was the Fifth Beatle on Saturday the 7th of May, uh, £6 at Bar Bar, 7pm. And in the meantime, uh, check out some more of these gems at the festival, the Comedy Festival at Comedy Central at Baby Blue uh, all weekend. Check out uh, the, the lineups they've got on there. Paul Foot at the Casimir uh, on Thursday the 5th. And the O Show at the Unity Theatre also on Thursday. Bryony Kimmings, uh, Sex Idiot, 8pm at Blue Coat, Friday the 6th. Idiot Events also on Friday at the Unity Theatre, 
Uh, make sure to check out the Funny Women's Award at the Blue Coat at 7.30 on Saturday the 7th. Lloyd Langford at Unity uh, on the Saturday as well at 7pm. And the Best of Liverpool at night at the Royal Court at 8pm on the Sunday. Uh, featuring Mickey Finn, Pete Price, Gribbin, Steve Gribbin and seven others uh, class acts there. Uh, so that wraps it up for this week. And we'll be back next week as long as there's no red royal weddings, terrorist killings and celebrity babies born. And we'll bring you a full review of the best and the worst of the festival. Liverpool Comedy Quota was written and produced by Che Burnley with additional material and help from Phil Chapman and Lisa Morris.